Welcome to the Archways Podcast. Archways is recorded on the campus of Johnson C. Smith University and intended to support the goals of the Center for American Cultural and Race, which is housed on the campus of our partner institution, Guangdong Baiyun University in Guangzhou, China. The Center and this podcast are designed to help our Chinese colleagues and friends understand and experience American culture through the lens of race. Here now are your hosts from Johnson C. Smith, Dr. Brian Jones, and Dr. Matthew DeForest. So for this latest podcast, we are fortunate enough to have uh, two more guests from Guangdong Baiyun University, and I will give them the opportunity to introduce themselves to our audience. Uh, hello, my name is uh, Hannah, and I'm from Guangdong Baiyun University. Uh, I'm a, a teacher, and I majored in international business law. Hello, I'm Sonia. I am from uh, Guangdong Baiyun University. I was a teacher in the English department. Good, good. Well, welcome uh, to North Carolina and welcome to the United States. Uh, you guys have been here on campus since, um, well, we're recording this on Friday and you guys arrived on Monday night. So we've been doing a lot of interesting things along the way and trying uh, lots of uh, different foods and, and yeah. things like that. So um, I, we just want to give you a chance to, to tell the audience, uh, particularly those back at uh, Guangdong Baiyun University, to tell us about how your experience has been and, and how you've enjoyed it and what kinds of things that you've, you've come across. Yeah. Uh, we visit Charlotte. Uh, it's a very nice trip. And uh, uh, Dr. DeForest and uh, uh, Dr. Jones very kindly <laughs> uh, give us opportunity to have a try have, uh, to experience the local culture here. Uh, um, we went to many uh, different restaurants uh, there are foods from all over the world. Uh, we went to a Japanese restaurant, uh, a local American restaurant, an Irish restaurant, uh, uh, and we also uh, went to a very uh, special restaurant, uh, which Miss Virginia uh, led us to. Uh, the uh, It is called King's Kitchen, and it is uh, it is a legend. There is a very touching story attached to this restaurant. Um, they let the people live from prison or who ever uh, come from difficulties to have an uh, opportunity to work there. So it's very humane. Uh, it's a very, um, it's very special place. Really great. And also, both of us uh, feel uh, very happy. And uh, Mr. Uh, Doc, uh, Dr. DeForester and uh, Dr. Jones, right? Yeah. Yes, uh, tell us uh, some things about the history uh, and lead us to visit the museum. Yeah. And uh, told us the history of the how to um, fight for uh, all the black men and the white men and mm -hmm. the history of the Johnson C. Smith University. And uh, and many things about uh, uh, their histories. I feel so excited to know this. Uh, this and uh, when I was young, I learned it uh, from my textbook about him. And today, I know it in in the museum in the United States. I feel excited. Yeah. So it's it's very different when you see it by your eyes and you just hear about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, it's totally different. 
um, feelings. Yeah, you can actually see the history, like of this city, uh, mm-hmm. the Charlotte. So it's amazing. How how would you compare Charlotte to yeah. Guangzhou? Are they um, similar at all, or um, or not? Uh, no, not yeah. Greater differences. Yeah, it's very different. <laughs> yeah. um, Guangzhou is kind of a metropolis. Uh, it's a very um, uh, crowded with large populations and a uh, lot of traffic and uh, uh, many different, very diversified. But Charlotte is a very kind. It's a kind of very typical American uh, city. It's more quiet. Um, a very typical, uh, we can say, um, not a town, it's more than a town, uh, but it's very neat and clean, uh, and uh, uh, people here are very friendly, hospitable, yeah, so uh, we feel uh, very comfortable here, yeah. Good, good. It's, it's, it's one of the strange things here in the United States that... Yeah. What we tend to think of as a large city yeah. <laughs> um, has has nothing on the size of the cities in China. Yeah, uh, I keep having to to tell people there are cities larger than any United States city in China that they don't that they've never heard of, mm-hmm. um, and that they aren't part of the the four uh, largest cities in China. They aren't part of that list. Yeah. Um, so it it is a very different kind of um, of geographical area uh, yeah. for for most cities. And so we went to um, you went to King's Kitchen, yeah. which um, as you noted is a very unique restaurant experience. Yeah. Um, and do you remember what you ate? What did you have to eat? Mm, yeah, actually we ate uh, the garden wrap. I think okay. this is the name of the food. The garden wrap. Yeah, the garden wrap. Right. Yeah. And so it was lots of vegetables. Oh uh, yeah, uh, lots of vegetables, okay. um, and it is inside uh, a bread, a very special kind of bread. Right. Yeah, right. never, I never had that again uh, before. <laughs> yeah. The flat uh, pita bread, basically. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, or yeah. A tortilla it is. Tortilla type bread. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So both of you come to Johnson C. Smith uh, from certain um, academic backgrounds. So yeah. your, Sonia, your background is in English education. Yeah. Um, can you talk about what you've learned being in the United States that might help you um, in, when you go back to, to GBU to teach students English? Is there anything here that you've, that you've noticed or has, will help you do that job better? Yeah, um, I get more information about her. Uh, your edu- your English education, mm-hmm. and uh, just uh, uh, from the Dr. DeForester gave us a good advice about it, uh, such as the English listening, how to evaluate the English listening and uh, the English public speaking, mm-hmm. and, uh, um, as, uh, and another thing is just uh, like uh, the English grammar. I want to know the difference between the Chinese, how to teach the English grammar, mm. because most students are, are well uh, write the thesis, thesis writing. Uh, that's difficult for all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Yeah. I get uh, a greater help from, from the... Well, you're, you're in the right place for grammar. Um, <laughs> <we're>, uh, <laughs> the, uh, this building and, and Dr. DeForest are the right people to talk to about English grammar. Um, 
So good. And and Hannah, you 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 work in international business. Yeah. Um, now you're going to have um, lunch and yeah. some time with one of our faculty members, the chair of our business department. On yeah. um, I believe that is today. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what what kinds of things are you interested to know about uh, our business area, or what kinds of things do you think that you'll take back to to GBU to to support your teaching there? Uh, yeah, I uh, I want to know uh, the uh, the curriculum. Yeah, you are setting for uh, the business administration major. Yeah, especially for concentrations, accounting, marketing, management, and international business. Uh, which are also uh, the main major in our. Uh, in Guangdong Baoying University, uh, our new founded, uh, new established department, uh, international, uh, the School of International Education. Yeah, we have that uh, department, new department. Uh, yeah, uh, and uh, the curriculum uh, back in Guang, uh, GBU is under reform. So we teachers, uh, we all we all have the task to set the new syllabus, yeah, because uh, we want to improve uh, these majors and uh, to improve the course. So we need to, uh, our dean, Mr. Shen, encouraged us to learn from the experience from uh, JCSU, uh, Johnson Smith University, uh, because you have a lot of experience in teaching uh, in this area. Yeah, uh, now about this point, uh, all of the schools next terms, the president asked all the teachers reform their syllabus and yeah. teachings uh, yeah. outline. You know. Interesting. Uh, yeah, uh, next time, next terms, every, every teachers must change their uh, teaching outline uh, uh, syllabus yeah. by him or herself. Right. Yeah. So, uh, so uh, we we want to learn uh, from Johnson Smith University's experience how to make uh, the syllabus uh, more reasonable or more concentrated uh, on the how to improve or how to get the study easier for the students. It's very interesting that you. That you've all been asked to reform your syllabus. Um, yeah. Did I, I just out of I'm curious because um, in the United States, that's not something that typically happens. Um, yeah. I, as dean of the college, I do not ask Dr. DeForest to yeah. fix his syllabus. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, he does so on his own. Yeah. And um, I don't even have to approve it uh, except uh -huh. to say that. I make sure that his name is on there and his office hours are on there and the other kinds of policies for the campus are yeah. written there. Mm -hmm. um, what, what kind of things are you going to be expected to do with your new syllabus? How should your new syllabus and your new curriculum look? What's different? What should be different about it the uh, next time? What, what, what uh, is being asked to do? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe it's uh, about the credit, uh, the credit system reform. Yeah, like um, back in GBU, now, uh, the students will uh, they they are required to finish certain years of study, and uh, it's not based on credits they got they got uh, 
like each course have three or four credits. Uh, but uh, it's not the typical case back in Guang GBU. So at some point, it's very difficult for the students to change their plan. For example, if they want to uh, cease their semester or they want to uh, just uh, stop, uh, for example, they want to stop at grade, uh, grade two and want to stop their own business, it's very difficult to, to let them go um, because um, the rules are written there. They have to finish four years study, then they can get a diploma or certificate. Mm -hmm. so, so it's kind of, uh, uh, it's not convenient for our students. And, uh, and nowadays, uh, most universities have their system, like credit system. Uh, they, they can choose course they prefer or they, they have to do like freely. When the course is there, they can choose it. Um, but if they want to cease their semester, uh, they are allowed to extend it, for example, one or two years. Um, I don't know, I don't know what, what's their limits, mm -hmm. but, but um, it is flexible. It's more flexible. So uh, Mr. Shen, our dean, Mr. Shen, want to reform the system. Uh, it's kind of uh, out of date, mm -hmm. yeah. So we are trying to we are trying to uh, remake the uh, the curriculum, especially for for the majors in the Department of International Education, yeah. That means uh, the, the, the day before yesterday, I told you the personalized education, mm -hmm. just like the face-to-face or one-by-one education. Uh, how to, according uh, according to the students, the current situation, to make a plan to finish the, their studying, uh, we should learn from you. Yeah. yeah. And uh, different students give the different times. Perhaps the one student have one year, and another student have two years, and uh, all three years and finish the, their, the whole the subjects. Uh, how about this? How to make a syllabus mm -hmm. according to the students in the current situations? Uh, that's the problem or <laughs> oh, the question I want to know. One of the challenges that I know we experience from time to time mm -hmm. uh, does have to do with exactly that kind of thing yeah. where we have students um, who have to stop out a year mm -hmm. or a semester or or something comes up um, and as a result we do have dedicated advisors people whose one of their primary jobs is to keep an eye on the students and make sure that mm -hmm. uh, that they progress through the system because uh -huh. depending on what major you have at our university um, some of our majors are very tightly sequenced. So the uh, the STEM areas, science, mm -hmm. technology, engineering, and mathematics. Yeah. You know, there's there's biology one, then biology two, which leads yeah. into the next course, which leads into the next course. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and if you don't follow that sequence, or something goes wrong one semester, yeah. you can find your entire um, entire plan thrown off very very quickly. Hmm. Um, our English major is much more flexible where yeah. you, you don't end up in a situation like that. Yeah. Um, but it, it does mean that, especially in some of those other areas, 
-hmm. You have to have very careful yeah. uh, attention paid to individual students. Okay. Yeah, so um, uh, there are requirements for the students to choose when to have that or select that course or do that course. Yes. Uh, okay, yes, in, in those other areas, not, yeah. not necessarily in my area. It's much more flexible, and there's a great deal more choice uh, available within an English major than there is within one of the STEM majors um, or uh, in the social work major, which requires uh -huh. a... Um, you can't actually start a social work major until your third year. That's when it it begins. So it's it's much more tightly sequenced and much more tightly controlled. Mm -hmm. um, although the those areas are looking at the the problems that they're facing as a result yeah. of having those tight sequences. All right. So uh, I see the difference. Yeah. yeah. So the reform is is international. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is your students have the three and one year, or only four years, the three in your school, and the last year go out of the out campus? All right. Right. So I, I when I was when I've been to Guangzhou, I've spoke with um, with uh, Vice President Shen about this, and oh, he's told yeah. me very specifically about how yeah. the three plus one system mm -hmm. yeah, works yeah, at yeah, GBU. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so the answer is no. At Johnson C. Smith, um, we have different means by which students would go out and get experience. Uh -huh. um, we call them internships. Uh -huh. um, internships are oftentimes only one semester, mm -hmm. and yeah. they may do them in the last year. They may do them in the second or the third year, rather. But uh -huh. there is a prescribed course of study that Dr. DeForest mentioned, and there is choice within it, and there uh -huh. is flexibility within it. But... It takes about four years to complete either way, and oh, for many yeah. students, it takes a little bit longer than four years um, if they if they get out of sequence, or more than likely if they fail a course, or if they stop out for some reason, they they can uh, delay. But every student, most students, will do an internship experience, and I say that, and it doesn't sound right, Matt. Do you think? And, uh, so there's a great deal of variance in terms of the, the internship experience, um, and, and a great deal of that has to do with what major you're pursuing and what it is that your end goal is. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So if you are a business major, yeah. uh, you are much more likely to, to want some kind of an internship experience. If mm -hmm. your end goal is to go on to medical school to become a medical doctor, mm -hmm. yeah. you're less likely to, to need some kind of an internship experience, mm -hmm. uh, and you're going to be spending all of your times in the, um, in the classroom uh, mm -hmm. preparing for some of the entrance examinations and things uh, like yeah. that. Um, the, in the English degree, we have a bit of a mix um, where some of our students... Uh, in, the, in their long-term goals are looking for an internship experience. Mm -hmm. Others, especially those who are considering going on to graduate school, um, uh -huh. are less likely to, to seek an internship experience. So there's a great deal of variation within the student body. And so our, yeah. our internship experience then is, is comparable to the one year of uh, uh -huh. learning off campus. Your students yeah. go off campus and partner yeah. with a business. They work mm -hmm. for a business, and I know you yeah. guys have mm -hmm. a lot of businesses who you partner with, hundreds of them in, yeah. the, in yeah. the Guangzhou yeah. area. Uh, we, we have partners as well. I don't know that we have that many, mostly because not all of our students have to, have to do that. 
So, um, and, if, and as Dr. DeForest said, there are some differences as to where one might go. In fact, one of the challenges that we have in the areas of the arts and in the humanities is trying to make sure that our students who might be English majors mm -hmm. can find an appropriate uh, internship experience to support their career goals, if assuming mm -hmm. that they're not going to graduate school. So we're working um, to, to find ways to create opportunities for those kinds of students. It's, mm -hmm. it's a bit easier to imagine an internship for social work uh, and for business, yeah. for example, mm -hmm. and sport management. Mm -hmm. It's more difficult to imagine an internship for um, history or, or English, English yeah. or mm -hmm. even yeah. fine arts. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So we're, we're working on a plan to, to support those um, opportunities for students, but it's, we're working off of a very long historical model of, of pure academic training and into whatever your particular job is. So. And some of that goes to what you were talking about in terms of the individualized student experience. So it, if you were to ask me what generically we should look for for an internship for an English major, mm -hmm. I would not have a good answer. However, the, the moment that you start asking about individual students who have individual goals, it becomes much, much easier. So that, for example, the fine arts student, if they're pursuing fine arts to become an actual artist, perhaps you partner them with an artist in the community somewhere. If they are looking to eventually go on and pursue a degree in museum, um, in museum curatorship, Mm -hmm. Then we could talk to one of the local museums and perhaps place okay. them there. Mm -hmm. So it becomes much more what does a particular student want uh, in terms of our internship model mm -hmm. than it is yeah. a more generic. Okay. Um, and it's, it's a difference between what we experience in the humanities and in the liberal arts versus in our professional schools. Because um, you know, if you're going into accounting, okay, you, yeah. you know what to expect, yeah. but in the liberal arts fields, there's a great deal more variance. Yeah. Mm, so um, our university is the philosophy of GBU maybe based on um, the career, the student's future career, and uh, everything uh, they are learning uh, during their uh, studies in the university uh, will be focused or, or eventually lead to that goal. Yeah, that's what um, we are. That's why we are asking to reform our syllabus. Uh, uh, we are re uh, we are asked to focus on the students' ability to find a, a good job. Yeah, that's um, that's it's in integrated into the syllabus. Yeah. We are trying to figure out um, what kind of students, uh, specific type of students should have a specific capability uh, if, they, if they want to do a certain job. So if they are learning, they are learning in the university. So we, we need to design, design courses according to that. Yeah, that's why we are asked to reform. Yeah. Perhaps, perhaps we should, according to the market, the needs of the persons, of the abilities of the students, and then we can change our syllabus. Uh, different uh, times and different times, we should change it, change it, mm -hmm. the changeable the policies. About. 
Do you look, one of the things we would do here mm-hmm. and we do regularly is when we're talking about opportunities for students to find careers, mm-hmm. yeah. we ask employers mm-hmm. what yeah. they want. We say to them, what kind of worker do you want? Or what yeah, kind of student do you want to hire? And then we help, we amend and adapt according to that. Do you, do you guys ask the businesses around uh, GBU and Guangzhou and other cities in China what they want from, emplo- from employees? Uh, yeah, I, I think our, our things uh, think a lot about that. Mm-hmm. But you know, everything is now under reform, and uh, we are ju- um, I think um, our things are just trying to figure out and everything, they are not that mature. They're trying, just trying to figure out what to do, yeah, what is better. And they are discussing and debate mm-hmm. yeah, with each other. Yeah, <laughs> they are trying to um, make the philosophy better mm-hmm. like for, the, for the GBU. Yeah. Is, is GBU um, very, very different from other universities in China? I know it's private. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is it very, very different, or is it very? Uh, it's not that different because GBU uh, is uh, be, uh, before the uh, GBU was founded. It is uh, a prof. Uh, I think it is a school. It is a school set especially for people to look for job. Mm-hmm. That is twenty years ago. Okay. Uh, then uh, twenty years later, it has already have the. Op- the ability or capability to provide the students uh, degrees, the bachelor degrees. Yeah, it has, it has uh, gotten the government's approval to do that. Yeah, so, so things changed. Uh, first, it is the university. It should follow what university should do. But second, it, it needs to find its position because it's private. Yeah, it cannot com- compete with the academics, academic universities. Okay. We don't have that much resources. Okay. So we need to, um, how to say, the, the GBU has to find its positions uh, to take it, to take it, its advantages and keep its characteristics mm-hmm. for, for students uh, in China to recognize uh, for their uh, Parents or the the parents of the students approval. Mm-hmm. Uh, if if they if they approval your position and they really agree with your philosophy, uh, they will they will choose GBU. Yeah, yeah. and now it, that is what GBU is doing and, and it's doing well. Yeah, we have a lot of those same conversations here, <laughs> um, where we try to figure out how to explain to parents what exactly it is that we are offering to them um, when students come to this university as opposed to any other university that's available here in the United States. Um, What are the particular advantages that JCSU offers? What are the particular benefits that come from from coming to this institution? Because uh, much like in China, there, there are wide range of possible choices yeah. of, um, of schools that you can attend. And our specialized experience here at Johnson C. Smith University opens up opportunities for a number of students, but that is not the same thing as saying that uh, it is the best opportunity for each and every student who could possibly come here. Uh, so yeah. finding that 
that good fit in terms of what we offer in terms of the experience we have here um, is something that we spend a good bit of time trying to trying to explain to uh, parents and potential students. Okay. Fortunately, that's yeah. <laughs> that's not my job. <laughs> This is a question which is in part for uh, hopefully our large American audience. Um, what, when students come to GBU, what are their goals? And what do they aspire to do? I mean, what is it that they want out of yeah. their life? And how does GBU support that? Uh, when they come to GBU, uh, they want to learn some uh, knowledge and skills to make a foundation of their future. Yeah, of course, that is what most universities can provide. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think the second thing is the students graduate from GBU has some advantage in searching for a job uh, because the, the different programs, the internship, you know, the the the. Last year, the students all have some kind of opportunity to go to companies or some institutions to get experience, may make it easier for them to be hired in China. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, if you are not graduated from the, uh, in China, we say, uh, uh, nine, 985 universities, you know, 9, uh, nine and 5, that, that's the most, uh, uh, that's the best universities in China. Yeah, 211 universities. Yeah, 211 universities in China, that's the title. Yeah, it's, it's very, like the top, top companies, they won't hire you. Yeah, so if you, if you choose to go to other universities other than that universities, that means that means uh, your aim are not to uh, go to these top universities, but, but, but the Chinese market is huge. There are many other institutions and companies there. And, uh, mm, and for other students who cannot go to the best universities, they all are competing for the positions left for them. Yeah, they are not uh, the best job, but they are still good. But there, there are still not enough positions for every student to have one. So the task, the pressure just uh, low down on the universities, uh, other than the uh, 211 or 958 universities, mm -hmm. they, they have to find, they have to, they have to find uh, uh, what, what they can provide uh, for the students, yeah, because um, it would be a very big social problem if the young young guys they they can't find the future they can't find a job it it will be will become very serious social problem yeah, so the universities why they, they they have to find the, the reason why they exist they their existence yeah mm, yeah so um so that that's why uh GBU is very concerned with that kind of things yeah Okay, so before we before we finish up, um, I just wanted to give you a chance to um, to reach out to your your students and others yeah. who might be downloading this and tell them um, just to tell them uh, you know what what they can expect if they come to the United States. 
It's, yeah. uh, we have two of your students coming in a month yeah. to stay for about three months here yeah. on our campus. Yeah. And um, I wanted to give you a chance to tell them about what, what they can expect and what other students can expect. And uh, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, studying abroad can give you an opportunity to learn a different culture, a different language. Uh, plus, you can know uh, which other which are other peoples uh, like living in this earth, living on this earth, living in this world. Yeah, uh, and it really broaden uh, your horizon. Yeah, you can have a, a better horizon than others. Uh, uh, and uh, and for the two students who is coming here, uh, I think uh, they they don't have to spend uh, too much time uh, to gain this experience. So it's quite uh, 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 in Chinese. Uh, we mean uh, we say xinjia <laughs> It it means it means uh, that you cost less and they, you gain more. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like they they can have this experience others cannot they they cannot have so they have certain advantages not only in terms of their uh skills uh or the opportunity to find a better job but also to to their understanding of their life yeah and uh, an opportunity to know another culture um it's a, it may open many, many doors or windows for their future choice. Yeah. Sonia, what, what message would you, would you give to those students coming to the United States? Yeah, I, I think uh, the both of the students uh, will, will come here and uh, next month, mm -hmm. all right? Yep. Yeah, I, I have gave them the examinations about it. The both of the students, is my students. Okay, good. Yes. Uh, I think this is the top, uh, both of her, both of them are top students. Good. Uh, one have, uh, one have, uh, have a greater appearance uh, before, before year, mm -hmm. uh, the last year he have uh, trained uh, three months in United States. Oh, okay. Yeah, and uh, this is second. Oh, okay. And another one is uh, the first time. I, I think um, from the students, the opinions I know it, uh, the first one, uh, they want to change their, uh, burden their horizon. This is first one. Yeah. And the second one, the attitude towards the everything. Mm -hmm. That's very important. And another one, especially for the Guangdong students, just like Cantonese, they want to, get, uh, to make the business international business in the future. Mm -hmm. They want to improve their oral English, mm -hmm. and perhaps the, the next one, they want to uh, search for or hunt for the opportunities to make the business. Uh, some students want to do that. Most of our students uh, have their own factories, their family's factories. Yeah, okay. Yeah, they want to make it. Because the, our students, uh, when they graduated from the Guangdong Bay University, a few of the boy students and girl students, uh, if I, uh, according to their experience, they make a greater, a greater, just how can we say, the profit, profit to make the international business. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I think when I came back yesterday, one of my students asked me, mm -hmm. I sent the message to her, and uh, he, he wanted to go. He, 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 she is eager to hear, yes, right? Yeah. And um, perhaps this is a good, good 
I and the day before yesterday, I make many pictures. I told I have told you. Yes. I want to make the pictures and uh, on my QQ mm -hmm. and then, and yeah. uh, they want to know that I I I put uh, the, the different names on each pictures. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, Excellent. I, I will introduce the perhaps your your universities to my students because next time, I will have the new lessons just like the introductionary courses. Yeah, the new students um, from the nineteen uh, uh, September September, and then at the very beginning, I would like to uh, introduce the how uh, the international education. Mm -hmm. uh, what about your universities and your students? According to my experience, uh, your students learn Chinese. Uh, from their uh, attitudes, I know your students, the difference between us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Good, excellent. Um, so, all right. Well, we want to thank you, uh, both of us, uh, Dr. Forrest and I. Thank you so yes. much uh, for uh, for agreeing to record the podcast with us. And um, mm -hmm. uh, we hope that uh, at least so far you've enjoyed your visit. Uh, mm -hmm. You still have just a couple of days left, and uh, we have a couple of uh, interesting things for you. Mostly eating, um, because we do that a lot, and uh, <laughs> and sometimes that's what we do best. But um, but again, we want to thank you so much uh, for for visiting on the podcast, and uh, we wish you the best of luck. And we hope that our our partnership will uh, continue to grow. Uh, Johnson C Smith and uh, and uh, Guangdong Bayun University have uh, forged a great partnership, and we look forward uh, to our future. So thank you very much. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Pressure? Yeah, just yeah. now uh, she told you this, uh, the university just uh, like a one, two, two, one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a nine, one, eight, and uh, uh, two, 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 five. Uh, two, five. Nine, eight, five. Nine, eight, five. Program. Especially for the technology college. Technology college. Two, one, one for the literature. Just like Shanxi Normal University, mm -hmm. my school is two, one, one universities. Okay. Yeah. In the United States, we have what's called the Carnegie classifications, where oh. the um, Carnegie yeah. Foundation yeah. has divided us up. What is research one through three, yeah. and then comprehensive one through three? Yeah, yeah I'm not even sure. Actually, they seem to be getting bigger. Yeah, more actually, in Guangdong Bay University, English department students. It's easy to find a job to hunt yeah. for the job yeah. with English. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, English. If they have the Good book English. Yeah. They, they can, can get a high salaries yeah. in private yeah. companies. At the yeah. very beginning, yeah. the one month, my uh, when I go to the uh, can uh, to the uh, sorry factories, mm -hmm. and one of my students tell me, say she get the salaries five thousand yuan renminbi. RMB. Yeah. yeah, it's uh. it's quite good for a new graduate. If you have if yeah. you have uh, oral English, have uh, good oral English, and this is one, the second one computer technology skills, you yep. can get a high salaries, yeah. especially in Guangzhou areas. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's very, it's quite developed than other areas of China. I just know I have a sparkling, <laughs> just like, would you like to ask your students to come to our universities and mix together one terms, <laughs> perhaps they can 
teach our students to improve their oral English, he can learn the Chinese mm. and yes, have yes, a good yes. experience. Right, right? We, we've struggled yeah. with that part of it. Um, Matt and I say Chinese is, is, of course, non-existent, so <laughs> we're very grateful that all of you, um, from Shen all the way down, speak such wonderful English, and I feel very bad about it. I feel guilty that we haven't been able to, to, to any improve our languages, but unfortunately, uh, neither Matt nor I are trained in foreign languages, so, so. but nevertheless, um, so we're good. Thank you. The Archways Podcast is a production of Johnson C. Smith University in Charlotte, North Carolina, USA in partnership with the Guangdong Bayun University and Guangzhou's People's Republic of China. Archways is made possible through generous funding from the United States Embassy in Beijing, China, and through the College of Arts and Letters at Johnson C. Smith University. Additional support has been provided by the Andrew W. Mellon Foundation. Subscribe to this podcast through iTunes. You can email us at jcsuartsletters at gmail.com.